खिलाफत के अमी हम हैं अमानत हम संभालेंगे जो नेमत छिन वी बिलीव इन इक्वेलिटी ऑफ ह्यूमन बीइंग्स इन द रूल ऑफ लॉ एंड वी आर अगेंस्ट ऑल टाइप्स ऑफ ऑपरेशन वेलकम टू द एमकेए यूएसए वाइब रन बाय मजलिस कुदामल अहमदिया यूएसए America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. We're here to share a weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected imams and wisdom from different sources. Khalifa ke labon se jo gulo jo har bikharte hain. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ahdu la sharika Allah. واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته my dear respected amir sahib my dear beloved brothers distinguished guests good evening and assalam to all The Islamic name of God is Allah. This name is in Arabic applies only to the one supreme being and to no one else. The word Allah is never used in the plural because Islam advocated the belief in the absolute unity of Allah. The opening chapter of the Holy Quran Surah Al-Fatiha explain in the commentary that follows that those divine attributes that relate to human beings in any manner branch out of his four principal attributes as follows rabbil alamin lord of all the worlds this means that allah creates everything and then foster everything gradually towards perfection ar rahman the gracious This means that without any effort on the part of his creatures Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides everything that is necessary for their development and progress Ar-Rahim the merciful This means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the giver of the best and highest reward for those who do good voluntarily and that reward continues indefinitely and malik yawmidin master of the day of judgment master of the day of judgment this means that the ultimate judgment concerning everything rests with allah alone according to the holy quran in chapter 51 verse 57 the main objective of our creation is to worship almighty god that is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator the philosophy of islamic worship is to establish a rela- a loving rather relationship between allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his creatures which is not possible unless we know and understand the attribute of almighty god that is allah thus by knowing the attributes of allah 
the exalted. There exists a wonderful relationship between the attributes of Allah and the acceptance of our prayers. As explained in the commentary of Surah Al-Fatiha, so it is necessary that while praying to Allah, the Almighty, we should invoke the appropriate attribute of Allah. For example, to seek forgiveness from Allah, we should invoke the attribute of Al-Ghafur. And to seek the protection of Allah, we should invoke the attribute of Al-Hafiz. In this way, Allah the Exalted would accept our prayers abundantly. The Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessing of Almighty God be on him, has said, follow the attributes of Allah. There are some attributes of Allah like Ar-Rahim, Al-Malik, Al-Afur, etc., which can be adapted by us in limited fashion. By following these attributes in our daily lives, they will become operative in our favor. There are more than a hundred attributes of Allah obtained from the Holy Quran and the Hadith. Allah says in the Holy Quran, He is Allah, the creator, the maker, the fashioner. His are the most beautiful names. All is in the heavens and the earth glorify Him. And He is the mighty, the wise. Chapter 59 verse 25 of the Holy Quran. And to Allah alone belongs all perfect attributes. So call on him by these attributes. Chapter 7, verse 181. So today, my dear brothers, I will be speaking on one of these attributes. And that attribute is Al-Basir. Al-Basir, the omnipotence God who keep watch over the believers and grant them spiritual sight. Now let us look into a deeper meaning of this divine attribute of Al-Basir, the all-seeing. Al-Basir is the one who has sight into all things and who perceive every detail, every state of existence, and every circumstance. He is aware of everything that takes place in the universe, even down to the most minuscule, seemingly invisible action. And he recompensates his servants accordingly by his perceiving, the all-comprehending. The attribute of al-Basir is mentioned over 50 times in the Holy Quran. Al-Basir, the magnificent God who keeps watch over the believers and grant them spiritual sight. In the Holy Quran, Allah chooses his messengers from among angels and from among men. Surely, Allah is all hearing, all seeing. Chapter 22, verse 76 of the Holy Quran. If and when we ask ourselves, how can Al-Basir give us the true vision to find our way from zulamat, darkness, to nur, light. The promised Messiah, peace be on him, say, be grateful to your messenger and invoke blessing upon him, for he is the one who show you the way 
of recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is Almighty God, in the age of darkness. Al-Basir is the one who lovingly watches over us. The Holy Prophet, peace and blessing of God be upon him, says, Isan is to worship Allah as if you see him. And if you cannot achieve this state of devotion, then you must consider that he is looking at you. Then the question is, how does it feel to worship Allah as if he is watching you? The promised Messiah, peace be on him, peace be on him says, offer your five daily obligatory prayers with such concentration and awe of mind as though you were seeing God in front of you. As a moment, a believer, we should keep in mind that our action and every action, everything that we do, Al-Basir is watching over us. Our human faculty of sight is limited. With the naked eye, we can see for only a small kilometer. But to achieve this, we need clear weather and to be standing on a high place. Yet, no matter how clear the condition may be, we cannot see only a hazy image. In some situations, especially when people are alone, they assume that nobody sees them, assuming that they will not have to account for their deeds. They feel encouraged to do whatever they wish. Furthermore, they think they will never suffer any consequence for their wrongdoings. But this is a great delusion. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees the smallest act. While our eyesight is limited, Allah sees the room in which a person remains. Allah sees the room surrounding that room. Allah sees the entire house. Allah sees the city. Allah sees the country that house is situated in. He sees the continent in which that country is located in. The entire earth all the planets, space, and all other dimensions beyond it. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us that he is aware, he's aware of everything, al-Basir. He's Allah, and there is no God beside him, the knower of the unseen and the seen. He is the gracious, the merciful. Chapter 59, verse 23. We have to keep in mind that Al-Basir observes every good action that we do. We should never despair because of our mistakes, because Almighty God observes every one of our good actions. Al-Basir accompanies Al-Sami. Allah hears and sees our difficulties and can come to our help and our support. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he can hear and see all types of goodness. He can see in the deepest part and crevices of our heart. His vision is both microscopic and telescopic. It can detect and reward our intention even before we can act. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the al-Basir, he can see and hear unforeseen trials before we can and protect us from them. Those who dispute concerning the signs of Allah without any authority in their breasts, but a feeling of greatness which they will never attain. 
So seek refuge in the law. Surely he is all hearing, all seeing, chapter 40, verse 57. The al-Basir, he can see what is in the heart of hypocrites and expose their ill intentions to protect his loved ones. Being watched by God Almighty is often perceived in a fearful way. But keep in mind, keep in mind that one of Allah's attributes is Al-Wadud, the loving, and Al-Rahim, the merciful. When we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching us, this provides the greatest quality of assurance for a believer's worldly efforts, not just for matters of worship. This is because a believer remains conscious of the fact that nothing we do, however small, escape Allah's attention. This is coupled with the awareness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us to do our best and to be proficient rather and conscientious in our work and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will re recompense us in the hereafter far beyond whatever worldly profit we might earn. Knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing and all seeing protects the believers from committing sins. Since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking account of everything that we do, there is no escape from him except to seek refuge in him. If comfort, rather, it comforts our heart, rather, to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees and hears, and hears us, rather, when we beseech him. It strengthens our resolve and fortitude in the face of all obstacles and sorrows. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Musa, Hazrat Musa and Hazrat Harun, alayhi salam, to, to confront Pharaoh, he confronted them with the words, indeed, I am with you, all hearing and all seeing, chapter 20, verse 47. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the holy, in the Holy Quran, so wait patiently for your Lord's decree, for surely you are in our sight. Chapter 52, verse 49. When we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees and hears everything that we do, it encourages us to be more devoted in our worship, more righteous in our deeds, and kinder to our brothers, to all. The promised Messiah, peace be on him, Promised Messiah, peace be on him, say, faculties for seeing God can be developed in this very world. He says the Holy Quran teaches us that salvation is a matter that is manifested in this very life. As he had says, he who was blind in this world will be blind in the hereafter also. This means that a person takes with him from this world the faculties for seeing God and the means of eternal salvation. He has repeatedly indicated that the means of man's attaining salvation is eternal, as God himself is eternal. It is not that after a time he recalled that if man cannot attain salvation by any other means, he should bestow salvation on him by killing himself. A person can be described as having attained salvation when all his passions are consumed and God's will becomes his will 
and he becomes so devoted to God out of love that nothing remains, nothing remains rather, nothing remains. A person cannot be described as having attained salvation when all his passions are consumed and God's will becomes his will and he becomes so devoted to God out of love that nothing remains his and everything becomes God Almighty. All his words and deeds and movements and designs should be for God and he should perceive in his heart that all his delights are now in God and that every moment's separation from God means death for him. He should be so inebriated with the love of God that everything beside God should be not in his estimation. The promised Messiah, peace be on him, says, if the whole world should attack me with swords and should seek to separate him from God through fear, he should remain steadfast like a firm mountain. The fire of perfect love should flare up within him and he should hate sin as other people love their children and wives and friends so that their love pervades their heart and death of any of them distresses them so much so if it was their own death. That type of love and indeed a greater love should be generated in his heart for God. So much so that he should become like an insane person in the grip of that love and should be ready to endure every torment and every wound for the sake of that love so that God Almighty may be pleased with him. When a person is overcome to this degree by his love for God, all his passions are burnt up by the fire of love and a great revolution takes place in his nature and he has bestowed a heart that he did not possess before and is bestowed eyes that he did not have before and he is so much affected by certainty that he begins to see God in this very world. That burning sensation for the world with which the nature of the world he is afflicted like hell is totally removed from him and he has bestowed a life of comfort and pleasure and delight. This condition of his is called salvation inasmuch as his soul falling upon the threshold of God with love and devotion finds an ending comfort and the union of his love with the love of God transport him to a station of devotion which is beyond description. My dear brothers, those were the words of the promised Messiah, Hazrat Mizogudam Ahmed, peace be upon him. Now, one should despair, should aspire rather, to do righteous deeds. And how can this righteousness be developed? This cannot be developed without complete faith in Allah Almighty. In his Friday sermon of October 27, 2017, our beloved Khalifatul Masih V, may Allah strengthen his hands and give him long life, mentioned the, statement, the statements of the promised Messiah. Hazur quote the promised Messiah, our dear beloved Hazur says, thus, thus in order to perform one's moral, thus in order to perform one's moral, it is necessary to have faith in a being who is ever watchful over him. His actions, his deeds, and who is witness for the secret of his heart. Thus, this is none but the being of God exalted. Hence, only if a person has faith of this standard and is ever mindful of God Almighty, will he be able to truly act virtuously. The root of all righteous deeds and virtues 
is to have faith in God Almighty. The weaker ones believe in God Almighty is the more weakness and laziness there will be in doing good deeds. However, when faith is strong, there is complete faith in all attributes of Almighty God. The more there will be extraordinary type of change in the deeds of man. In fact, pious is he whose outer and inner state is one, whose heart and outer appearance is one. He walks on the earth in similitude to an angel. All good results come about through faith. Hence, no one puts his finger in the barrow of a snake, having recognized it. When we know that a certain amount of poison is lethal, then our belief is that it will kill. So the sign of that belief is that we will not pour it into our mouth and instead save ourselves from death. When a man increases in his faith and his belief in God escalates, he has then performed virtuous deeds in order to please God Almighty. As a result of God Almighty grants that individual the opportunity to carry out more virtuous deeds. The promised Messiah states, it has been preordained in the design of Islam that one virtuous deed gives birth to another righteous deeds. In conclusion, I would like to quote the promised Messiah again. He says, our paradise is our God. Our highest delight is in our God, for we have seen him and have found every beauty in him. This wealth is worth procuring, though we may have to lay down our lives to procure it. This ruby is worth procuring, purchasing rather, though one may have to lose oneself to acquire it. O ye who are bereft, run to this fountain and it will save you. What may I do? And how may I instill this good news in the hearts? And by what drum shall I make this announcement that this is your God, so that people might hear? What remedy may I apply to their ears so that they should listen? If you belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, rest assured that Allah will indeed belong to you. He sees, that is, al-Basir. He sees without the physical eye and hears without the physical ears and speak without the physical tongue. It is his function to bring into being from nothingness. All praise belongs to Allah. All praise belongs to the true God who combines in himself all perfect attributes and whose name is Allah. In the idiom of the Holy Quran, Allah is the name of that perfect being who is truly worshipful and combines in himself all perfect attributes. And it is free, and is free rather, from all defects and is one without associate and is the foundation head of all beneficence. In his holy book, God Almighty has described his name, Allah, as combining in itself the attributes of all other names and qualities. No other name has been given this rank. Thus, Allah comprehends all other perfect attributes. Alhamdulillah, there means, alhamdulillah, therefore, means that all types of praise, overt or covert, relating to personal perfection or relating to natural wonders or in the characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no one is his associate in them. It also means that all true praise and perfect qualities which the wisdom of a wise, wise one can think of or the reflection of any thinker can conceive of or comprehended by God Almighty. There is no excellence 
the possibility of which is vouchsafed by reason of which God Almighty is bereft like an unfortunate human being. The wisdom of no wise one can point to the excellence which is not to be found in God Almighty. The maximum, the maximum of all excellences that a person can conceive of is to be found in him that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is perfect from every point of view in, the, in his being and his attributes and his good qualities and he is absolutely free from all defects. All praises due to Almighty God, Lord of all the world. You've been listening to the MKA Vibe by Majlis Qudam al USA, America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. Subscribe to get more of our weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected Imams and wisdom from different sources. Tweet us your ideas and thoughts at Muslim Youth USA.